the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. And now we're live. <laughs> Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Super glad to have you guys here with me. I'm glad to be back. I was off Monday and Tuesday because I had to handle business. Of course, I had to I had to take some some soaks for my back my back <laughs> after a move last weekend. But anyway, I am back just in time for Hump Day, and of course, Hump Day means our dear friend, financial thought doctor, aka Fighting Meadows, aka Del- Dave Elhoff, and he joins me now. Hello. Hello, my dear. Hey, Dynamite. How are you? Well, I'm good. Did you ever have any back problems while you were flying, squeezing yourself into them little things that y'all flew around up there trying to take out bad guys up in the air? Uh, Not so much then. I was leaving limber then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, to be young, lean, and and limber. Yeah. Nowadays, it's different. (laughs) <laughs> well i chiropractors yeah um I, i've never gone to a chiropractor well but i would tell you this is the first time i've ever had back pains um you, i mean i've had pains in my how do you do before because democrats are always a pain in my how do you do but i've never had a pain in my back like this before but anyway <laughs> glad to be back with you guys tonight um, I, I, I came across this article today that I sent to you, Elhoff, and usually I don't send a financial thought doctor things related to the IRS that much because, you know, Elhoff is a financial expert. He's not like a, a specific like tax accountant. I mean, that's not what that's not what Elhoff does. But, you know, you certainly uh, in all your years, first of all, being a, a hero in, in the Navy, uh, to protect our, as a patriot, to protect our freedoms, and then you know balance that with your work in, in finance. You understand what's happening in the world, right? And so I see this story today that combines money and the jackboot of tyranny. And I thought I gotta, I gotta talk about this. I gotta wrap with Dave, Dave L. Hoff, financial thought doctor, about this tonight. Many of you listeners know that after Elon Musk took over Twitter, there was something called the Twitter Files. Twitter had been hiding. Twitter had been hiding everything that they've done that we knew that they were doing. They lied when they said they weren't shadow banning anybody and that there was an equal number of liberal accounts that were taken down on Twitter as were conservatives. And they didn't hide the Hunter Biden. Y'all know the whole, you know, lies that they were telling. So after Elon Musk uh, took over Twitter, he hired a couple of people to help him disseminate all the truth and the documentation that t- what uh, behind the scenes what Twitter was doing. And one of the people that he hired to do that was a, was a journalist by the name of Matt Taibbi. 
So then, of course, and and I don't know if you guys really remember everything. I can get into that a little bit later, what was revealed, but it was really shocking. It showed how coordinated it was between the FBI and social media, between the CDC and social media, and the Democrat Party and social media to cover up crimes, to lie, to push out disinformation. And Matt Taibbi disseminated that to the American people. Well, then the day that he went and testified before Congress, because the Republicans now have uh, control of the House of Representatives and have formed a a committee about the misuse of government and tyranny. The day Matt Taibbi testified before Congress, the IRS came knocking on his door. Dave Elhoff, I know that you've had clients over the years that have been audited. I know many people that have been audited. I have never known anybody that had the IRS come knock on their door. Your thoughts? Isn't that the truth? Here, I'm from the IRS. I'm here to help you. <laughs> when they do an audit and when they want to investigate, unless unless it's the FBI coming to raid your offices, they don't just show up on your door. Well, that's correct. They're supposed to, I mean, they're supposed to be the preponderance of uh, innocence until found guilty. However, that's kind of been thrown out with this current administration and I tell you, they're using this type of stuff to intimidate, to to uh, wreak havoc with their yep. people's faith. And, uh, you know. And it's a reminder, you, excuse me for interrupting before I forget. It's a reminder that the mindset of the U.S. government is that it's not your money. It's their money. There you go. And they've got the right to come and knock on your door and tell you, we are here and we're going to do whatever we want to do in terms of looking at your money and where you got money and what you're doing with your money and and under the guise of taxation. And I I thought this country was founded on the idea of throwing some tea into a harbor because we were, uh, you know, over a tea tax. Taxation without representation. And I tell you, you know, it used to be that, you know, the IRS isn't supposed to correspond with you except through the mail. Yeah. No phone calls, no computer emails. They're supposed to send you a letter, that dreaded U.S. Treasury Department of IRS letter. And then they ask for every possible document that you can imagine and then you need to go in and sit in front of them and go through every piece of evidence with them. So that's why I have CPA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Elhoff has people. Financial thought doctor has people. Okay. And he could be one of your people too. Um, this is scary because it is about intimidation it is about sending a message, and the IRS is actually the only agency that gets to declare you guilty, and you have to prove your innocence. That's what the demand for the documents are. It's like we we think you're you know you're you're guilty, and 
Um, they pretend that they, I mean, I guess I've known a couple people that were audited and the IRS came back and said, yeah, you're right. You don't owe us anything. Um, but it still can, it's intimidating and it's very scary to just show up at somebody's door. I, I don't, I don't think I've got the words to really articulate why that's so scary to me. Well, it's, it's, it's Nazism, it's communism, it's, in dead of night, knock, 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 and say, hello, yeah. baby, come in yeah. and will you show us <laughs> your papers, please? <laughs> and, <laughs> that is downright scary. And you know what? I Unless mean, somebody's got a subpoena, I ain't letting them in my door. I don't answer the door when somebody comes and knocks. Yeah. Well, I is, isn't totally. that the first piece of advice that we should give? Is that if why would you answer the door if the IRS comes knocking? And we know that they wanted 87,000 new agents, and the new agents were being trained to be armed. Oh, yes, and 87,000. Can you imagine how good they are? You're going to get 87,000 top-of-the-line accountants working for the IRS. (laughs) Armed. (laughs) Don't think so. Come on. You're talking about, you know, ABC Business School on the corner. <laughs> Murray's House of Learning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, but seriously, it, I mean, it, it, I know that you've, you've got to have clients that have been audited. I mean, I, I guess I, I, I would give the advice that unless they're there with it, because even if somebody shows up with a badge at your door, they have to have a search warrant. And you don't have to let them in or answer questions just because somebody shows up at your door. So the first thing first, I think I would say, because let me tell you, we already know. I had a sheriff on last week. He's been on before from, um, oh, gosh, I can never pronounce the name of of his county up in, in Washington State. But the ATF was showing up on people's doors asking to see their guns. And he and he said, look, if they show up at your door, if they don't have a search warrant, you call me. He said, that's the sheriff. And he gave his cell phone number out on air. I think it should be the same thing here with the IRS. They're starting to do door-to-door raids on people. And I think my piece of advice, and it doesn't have to come from you, Al Hafez, you don't have to, under the United States uh, Constitution, you don't have to answer questions. You don't have to let anybody into your home and to search without a search warrant. What other advice can we give? Because if you want to protect yourself and your money... And keep it out of the hands of the government. There's ways that we can do that, right? And I'm not talking about anything illegal. I'm not talking about Hunter Biden, okay? Right? Well, right. There are things you can do to protect yourself. But let's face it. If they come knocking on your door and you say, you have a warrant? No. Well, then get out of here. What's the first thing they're going to do? Why, you got something to hide? If you got something to hide, I guess we'll go get a warrant. You know? Well, and can't, you just say to, well can't you just say to them, excuse me for interrupting, can't you just say, well, well you know, send me a letter. Tell me what, where, what, what, do you, what do you have a problem with? Give me, do, yeah. give, tell me, tell me what, what, what your questions are, and, and I will refer with my account and get back to you. There you go. That's the way you would answer it. But what happens in the heat of the moment, you get scared and you start fumbling. Well, of course I don't have anything to hide. You know, my first line of defense would be none of the information is here. 
to my accountant's office. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that answer so, better. You know, yeah. You know, I don't know what you're looking for here. You want my checkbook? Come on. You need a subpoena for that. So get out of here. Okay. I like your answer better, El Hofsey. That's why you're the financial thought doctor. Um, in terms of <laughs> in terms of protecting your money financially, there's ways that you can minimize your tax exposure, right? I mean, yeah. uh, right? I mean, there's all different types of, of um, ways to invest and different things that you can do that minimize your tax exposure. That's part of what you... Will you help people with, yes? Yeah, there's, there's alternative strategies out there, folks, that are perfectly legal that help you reduce the taxes on the growth and reduce taxes on the income. And, you know, there are instruments out there that you can actually have a tax-free, you know, Ooh. and it's, these strategies are something that have been around quite some time. But no one talks about it. You know why? Because the government doesn't like tax-free. <laughs> exactly. Don't like tax-free because what do the institutions want you to do? They want you to keep their money under management with them as long as possible and charging you anywhere from 75 basis points to three points to manage your money for you. So if you take money out, their income goes down. Now, they'll say, well, if you lose, I lose. That's the way they say that. That's why having a fee involved going on. But you start doing the calculation on that fee, 1% over time, and it becomes huge. And yeah, so, so these, yeah. And, and there's also just things some people won't know. Well, maybe need advice on, okay, well, I need to pull some money. Maybe it's better if I cash out this, this retirement account, um, instead of doing it over here. But there's tax implications to that. So there's just so many different things and different options for people in terms of money, um, that they need help with. I didn't say that very well, but I think you get my point. The point is this: there are strategies, Andrea, and strategies usually outperform products when they're put together properly. Gotcha. You know, they, uh, everyone out there that's on Wall Street, they're trying to sell you this great stock, this great ETF, this great program that they've got, and our great management is on top of it, and we're going to take these fees over it. Well, you start calculating fees over a long period of time, and they end up into thousands of dollars, depending on how yeah. much it could be millions of dollars. So strategies versus products. That's what I strive to work with. And my strategy is this, is that I'll work with you. You don't come out of pocket one dime. I work with your existing situation. And what happens is, is that we work together on finding where that 1% to 9% of waste is taking place in what you're currently doing. And I guarantee you, folks, something that what you're currently doing is creating leakage in your overall portfolio. And if we can plug that leak and keep it in there, it becomes a much more efficient process for you. And we do that, 
and I want to reduce your risk as much as possible or keep the same risk as you've got now to increase your benefits, increase your wealth, and do that without you coming out of pocket one single dime. Sounds like so, a sounds like a plan, man. Tell everybody how to get a hold of you. 619-548-0965. 619-548-0965. Call, text me. Go to my uh, website, financialthoughtdoctor.com. Spell it out, financialthoughtdoctor.com. And uh, you can contact me too there too. All right. Well, I, I wrote that number down in case I mouth off too much to the IRS and they throw me in jail and I need to get bailed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my dear. Have a good night. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Have y'all heard the scandal? Forget that scandal, the scandal from Bravo TV, Vanderpump Rules. The real scandal is involving Nathan Fletcher here in San Diego. And Amy Reichert's going to be here at the bottom half of the hour to tell you all that you need to know. Are we going to finally get rid of this dude from the San Diego County Board of Supervisors? I think that it's time for that. And you'll hear why coming up a little bit later. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I didn't have time to get into this with Elhoff, but Kevin O'Leary, you guys may not know the name, but you would probably recognize the face from Shark Tank. He made a comment on a show today, and I don't even remember what show it was on because I don't really care about other show hosts, um, but I, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. It's a requirement to be a politician in this country. And it makes the most sense of anything that I've ever heard. Skins, please play clip one. In my view, very simple metric. If you haven't made payroll in your life, if you haven't run a business and made payroll, you shouldn't be a politician. Agreed. And, I agree. And, 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 By the way, and I did run a business. Yes. And I did have to pay for workman's comp, and I did have oh, to pay him. payroll taxes. All that. talking about it because some of our leadership, and whether you criticize them or not, from you know your your political perspective, is they've never run a business. I mean, if you haven't done that, and you don't know how hard it is to just go day to day right. to day. And when you have that empathy, you get great leadership. And I'll give you an example. This is a yeah, classic let's example. Let's end the clip there. It's absolutely dead on. We have gone from our founding fathers and our initial people in Congress from being local business owners and farmers who actually lived in, at home in their district and only traveled to D.C. occasionally to vote. We've gone to now being a system run by lawyers, which is an adversarial system, and it's a system based on these people looking to see how they can manipulate the law and the courts and Department of Justice and the justice system and are um, and then manipulate the legislative process through their legal chicanery is what's going on. And I know that law firms are businesses, um, but unless they're a single shingle, you know, kind of operation, typically they're run by legal administrators, maybe your managing partner. But really, the reality is we are run. We we our government is run by career politicians who are attorneys primarily, and that's a problem. Small business is the lifeblood of the U.S. economy, and if you have never risked your 
entire livelihood, taken out a loan, borrowed against your house, laid awake at night, your name is on the checks going to pay these workers. You have no business legislating, in my opinion, because I have family who've run businesses. Pretty much all sides of my family are business owners, and many, many are. And I know what it's like. The legal liability, the lawsuits, the workers' comp claims, the litigious employees looking for something that they can sue you over. People have a dream. I, oh, I want to open a bakery, right? Their dream is not to not be an employer, but it comes with it. And it's incredibly stressful and it's expensive. And if you've never had to do it, you have no business really criticizing. And, and it's part of the push for communism. It's part of the cultural Marxist play, right? To demonize business owners. Well, if you've never been one, it's it's super easy to sit and say, oh, it's the workers. You know, if it wasn't for the worker, there would be no business. No, if it wasn't for the business owner, if it wasn't for the owner who risked their own livelihood, their own money, took out the legal risk, took money, went hungry, didn't take vacations. Their day starts when you're on your way home. If it wasn't for them, you wouldn't have a job. I've never been paid by a broke Business owner, what came first, the chicken or the egg? You know what came first for you, worker? The dude writing the check. That's what came first. All right. Um, going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears here locally. You know who's who am, I, I don't think has ever made a payroll, ever run a business? It's that Nathan Fletcher. And where in the world is Nathan Fletcher right now? Somewhere getting some therapy after the scandal that has broken around him. Amy Reichert will be here on the other side of the break to tell you everything you need to know about this scandal. And are we finally going to get rid of this man and get him out of office? Let's hope so. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. When it comes to pop culture, everybody's talking about this Scandaval situation going on up in Hollywood. Like, I care anything about Scandaval, right? What I care about is the scandal that's been brewing right here in San Diego, and it has busted wide open, involving none other than your favorite hypocrite, San Diego County Supervisor Nathan Fletcher. And who, I can't think of anybody who knows his, his hypocrisy more than Amy Reichert, who took him on and almost ran him out of his, out of his office recently. And she joins me now to discuss everything that you need to know about what's going on with this creep and whether or not we might finally be rid of him once and for all. Hey, Amy Reichert, welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Thanks for having me. Let's spill some tea. Let's do it, girl. Okay, I feel like I should have a shot of Jack Daniels maybe in a Siggy burning to talk about this. I mean, that's how, that's how like nasty this story is. Okay. I mean, I don't know where Nathan Fletcher is, by the way. He's supposedly off seeking treatment, which is what happens every time some, somebody goes off the rails and gets found out and busted for being who they really are. We'll get into that in a moment, but share with everybody, um, kind of what's gone down. Give everybody the play by play, will you? On the latest scandal involving Nathan Fletcher? Well, let me just tell you that what we found out Sunday night was not a surprise to me. It was confirmation. And Nathan Fletcher put out a press release and on all of his social media platforms that he was struggling with PTSD from combat duty, that mm-hmm. he was struggling with alcohol, that he had 
severe childhood trauma and uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and that he was going to be ending his state Senate race. So um, everybody that knows Nathan Fletcher and I mean, let's face it, he's been a, a figure here for the past 20 years, uh, pretty prominently mm-hmm. here in, in San Diego and he's burned a lot of bridges. And so people have been burned by him specifically. And so um, when he announced this, people were, they just didn't really believe it. They're like, something else is happening. And uh-huh. as we yeah. know, this is Gavin Newsom's playbook. He, you know, yes. check into rehab. Well, mm-hmm. And that was the other thing that he mentioned on his social media that he was checking into rehab. And then voila, we found out today the, the real news. Yes. Yeah, so let's yes. Yeah, so before we get into the real news, yeah, it's it's, you know, hello, red flag. Suddenly somebody I, I mean, I'm, I've known Nathan Fletcher since 2005, I think was the first time I think that he I don't even think he was working for Duke Cunningham at that point as chief of staff. He was married to Mindy at that point. She was going to do something for Arnold or whatever or was working for Arnold. I think it was. He was a hero from Fallujah. Right. And he just looked the part, just post a boy for the Republican Party and can conservative movement and then as he was moving up the ranks politically then it was well he wasn't getting anywhere as a republican so then he claimed to be an independent gets rid of the ex-wife because of course there was a it was it got a little ugly there uh, then then he ends up going full-on lefty and marrying um the current wife and Lorena Gonzalez and um, completing the transformation into just really exposing who he really is politically. And um, then we can fast forward to this guy pretending that he was just caring about San Diegans. He was just looking out for us, Amy Reichert. That's why you could congregate in a Walmart, but you couldn't go into a church. That's why you could go, you could go eat a meal at Pacers at a strip club, but you just couldn't go into a restaurant, right? Because Nathan Fletcher was looking out for all of the lives of San Diegans while he and Lorena Gonzalez were racking up money and buying a home up in Big Bear. This guy has never been straightforward. He's never been honest. He's never had any character, any integrity. So why should it come as a shock to anybody that today's news broke? Share with everybody the latest on what we found out today. So I got a call uh, last night from KUSI, uh, from Tommy Sublon, telling me, hey, it's about to hit. And what was about to hit was uh, yesterday, late in the afternoon, um, a woman who previously used to work for the county through MTS, Metropolitan Transit System, filed a 40-page complaint in Superior Court, and she is alleging, among other things, sexual assault. Wow. Uh, from Yeah, sexual assault, sexual harassment, retaliation, unfair uh termination, uh, uh, whistleblower violations, and again, allegations of actual sexual assault. So uh, I have a ch- I've had a chance to read through that 40-page uh, complaint, and it's a doozy. It's got screenshots Ooh. from Nathan Fletcher to this woman. No, I haven't even had a chance to read it. Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's, 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 uh, and here's the thing, like when I say all these things and I don't want to come off as if I am enjoying this, I just want everybody oh, to Oh, I'm happy. I, 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 oh. I, I knew, I knew about all this stuff. There were people that came to me with story after story after story. And the, the, 
fact of the matter is, is people were afraid of Nathan mm. Fletcher and they didn't want to take a stand. They were afraid if they said something about what uh, they have witnessed throughout the years that they would be retaliated against by by Nathan Fletcher and Lorena Gonzalez. And so when you look at the uh, complaint, you can see these messages between Nathan Fletcher and this woman inviting her to uh, a hotel for a beer mm. and, uh, and other really suggestive things. So... Well, that that um, is well. He's claiming that it was quote consensual interactions, um, it, 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 which you know I I don't like that terminology because if you're somebody that's going to to claim to ownership of your actions, that's not really claiming ownership of his actions. And you know what? I am enjoying it a little bit because I like to see creeps that have that have perpetrated crimes against citizens actually have their evil deeds. As my grandma would say, your sins will find you out. And you know what? But it, this is a long time coming for him to face retribution. He's off somewhere okay. trying to rehab his reputation. They issued a statement today. He, uh, I think, through his attorney, um, that basically trying to claim that this was ex- an extortion attempt. What do you know about that? I I don't know anything about that, and that is, um, I have been listening to some you know local leaders. Uh, talk about this, and there's actually some opinions out there that by Nathan Fletcher making these kind of allegations, that there's the possibility that Nathan Fletcher may have violated the law. And Ooh. it, you know, again, uh, <sighs> there's there's some things back and forth uh, regarding this lawsuit before it hit. That so you haven't heard anybody you know, say that there may be some tr- criminal. So you haven't heard anybody say, excuse me for interrupting, there's a, there's a delay oh, here. Um, uh, you haven't heard any, but anything uh, where people are saying there may be some uh, some credibility to his statements that this could be extortion. Because Matt Gates said all along that, that, I think it was Matt Gates who said his family had been targeted, there was an extortion plot, and the allegations against him with minors was untrue. And that ended up being the case with Matt Gates. But to me, you know, when you're telling me there's screenshots and, you know, it, it just seems to me like this 40-page complaint's the real deal. And she's got a legit complaint here. Well, although, although I, I don't know about the sexual assault because that's incredibly serious. It's one thing to say so I was sexually harassed by my superior. I was fired. Um, I was in a hostile work environment. But to say sexual assault, Amy Reichert, that's a real serious allegation. Is there anything in the 40 pages that indicates any evidence to back up that claim? Um, that, that I cannot speak to, and okay. it has been, um, published in the San Diego Union Tribune, and I would just encourage anyone, I don't want to express a, a legal opinion or, right. or anything like that. I just want people to be able to, uh, plain English, people can read it for themselves and decide for themselves. They can go to the San Diego Union Tribune website. It looks like there's no paywall on it, so you can read it for free, which is great. Okay. And, you know, here's the thing with all this. When I campaigned against Nathan Fletcher, here he was saying, you know, here he was a leader who was in charge of the county's charge to solve our mental health crisis that's going on right now in the county and our country and the addiction issues, too, that are plaguing our county 
And it's no wonder that in the past four years, both of these things have gotten worse under his leadership because we were being led by somebody who was struggling with major mental health issues and major addiction issues. I always talked about treatment first with shelter. He was always housing first. He never mentioned recovery. He never mentioned treatment. And now we know why. Yeah, it, 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 it's one of two things. Either he has been struggling with serious mental health issues and, a, and an alcohol addiction, in which case he needed to go and get treatment. He needed to not be on the board of directors of MTS. He needed to not stay in his current mm-hmm. position. He needed to, and he needed to leave office. Or he's making that up as an excuse and running off to rehab and doing what celebrities do when they want to avoid, you know, um, they want to get sympathy and avoid accountability. Neither of those options is acceptable for me, given his position of power that he's been in, that he's had over the people of this county and it's outrageous and you know and 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 I don't I don't appreciate Lorena Gonzalez's statement that oh he's I'm grateful that he's done the right thing for his family the right thing put oh, that he put his family first um it, it, he wasn't putting anybody first but his own his own it, you know himself and I think he needs to if he wants to show the citizens of San Diego County that he's actually going to do the right thing for them he should resign shouldn't he Absolutely. In fact, I'm just calling upon everybody who's listening right now, please use your social media for good and go to Mayor Todd Gloria's Twitter or his Instagram or his Facebook and use the hashtag resign Fletcher because ultimately I, this is all Nathan Fletcher's fault. He has to own up for his bad behavior. He was the chairman of MTS. This was an employee of MTS. This is like sexual harassment 101. You don't do these kind of things, right? right? But here's the thing. The Democratic Party knew about his bad behavior. They Just like they knew about Bob Filner. Yes, they have seen it with their own eyes. I have had account after account after account of people who have witnessed his behavior but were afraid to come forward. I get that when... When uh, Nathan Fletcher and Lorena Gonzalez attack, they they go low. Lorena yeah. sent me a 2 a.m. message, private message, calling me a bad mother for running <gasps> against her husband. And then she said, and I hope you get the, the help that you so desperately need. No. Clearly, they're always projecting. When you see the kind of behavior that, Nathan Fletcher has just wrecked across uh, San Diego County. When he does name calling, he's really calling out himself. Yeah, and um, look, I, I I believe in forgiveness. I believe in redemption stories, but it involves uh, true redemption involves repentance and um, and actually doing the right thing. And he needs to resign. Everybody needs to be uh, Todd Gloria. Uh, uh, you know, every anybody and everybody count, county board um, be using the hashtag resign Fletcher. Uh, and it, it it needs to happen immediately. And it, it and to me, um, if he struggled with PTSD and alcohol abuse, it explains a lot. It ex- but it doesn't excuse it. And he needs. Oh, it, it doesn't it, excuse. And it yeah, doesn't excuse the Democrats. That. And I'm glad you brought up the Democrats before I have to let you go. We have a pattern. They are the party that pretends they care about women. They're the party supposedly behind the Me Too movement. They're the party that in, that in. Um, uh, 
2012 was claiming that Republicans were waging a war on women, yet it's the Democrat Party that continues to cover up for instances like this from Bob Filner. If you're in San Diego County, you know the Bob Filner story and now Nathan, Nathan Fletcher and others. And the Democrat Party needs to do the right thing and demand he resign as well. Amy Reichert, wrap us up, please. Make final thoughts. All right. Well, absolutely. Democratic Party, if you're listening, clean house, take care of business. You say you protect women's rights and you've got sexual offender after sexual offender after sexual offender among your ranks and you guys keep covering it up. I want to encourage anybody to go to my Twitter at Amy for San Diego. Uh, You can see a recent tweet of mine just 10 days ago where I said Nathan Fletcher does not protect women. A reporter just told me that he has Bob Filner vibes, and that is time-stamped 10 days ago. So uh, I called it. I knew this was going to happen, and you know what? Let's, uh, let's just come together as a county, and let's, uh, let's, let's get rid of Fletcher and yes. Lorena Gonzalez while we're at it and uh, have some real strong leadership We're ready for it. We deserve it. Well, you are such a leader in the community, and everybody knows you well and respects you because of what you did during the Reopen San Diego efforts, and we appreciate you and love you. And thank you again for filling in for me. i got plans for you to do that in the future as well. (laughs) Awesome. Thank thank you. you. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here, doll. Appreciate it. All right. Have a great night. Bye. Thanks. All right. Now, stay tuned. we got one more segment coming up. Don't you go anywhere. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Hank from Poway is on the line. He wants to weigh in on my convo earlier with Wayne Allen Root. Hey, Hank. Hi, Andrea. Uh, You always keep us informed of what's going on on a daily basis. Uh, But I had uh, some comments to what uh, you're discussing with uh, Alan Wade Root, of course, you know, uh, about the Trump and the DeSantis and all that and the COVID thing. So to one thing that you touched on, like his appointment of A.G. Barr and uh, Ray, Uh of course, Trump was uh, thinking, you know, he's a good guy, Barr, but yet he's a Bush guy. And he didn't realize that that it could, doesn't help him because in the end of the day with with that guy. And then the, the second one, I believe he was uh, on the one that defended Christie's Bridgegate. Uh, he was recommended by Christie. Yeah, that uh, was Christopher Ray concerned. was recommended by Christie. Right, and he defended him at that Bridgegate thing. You know, in the Jersey Bridgegate, yeah. whatever, whatever uh-huh. if you remember yeah. it, yeah. Yes, but, I do. So then they both, right, they both had like kind of like you can't really read, read what's going on with them until he appointed them. And then it was kind of like he's dragged by the Russian uh, collusion thing and this and that. So he's not able to kind of kind of go make a move, uh, get rid of this one or get rid of that one. Because everything is like he's bombarded by all the stuff that was going on and keeps going on. So he's bombarded. And then we moved to the to the COVID thing when when it came into in March, he was doing very well, economy and this and that. Of course, he still had all the stuff that was thrown at him. And then, and then they forced him into the he he gave into the fourteen day lockdown. They, yeah. I don't know if you remember, well, like Doctor Burke and the famous uh, Doctor uh, Pisa. You know what, uh, Fauci? Uh-huh. They were telling him like a couple of million people would die in America. So he yeah, like, yeah, they told well, him twenty million. Do do? 
Right. So what's your, so you're, you're kind of laying out the sequence of events, but I'm not sure I understand what your feelings are. So Trump's kind of like, he, he's like, you know, by the time he tried to fix one thing, there's two things thrown at him and he goes with it. So when he locked down for two weeks and then he started saying, then the lockdown should, the cure shouldn't be worse than the, what do you call it? The disease, however he said it. Right. Right. Well, but the, he he but he allowed them to convince him to extend to thirty days. So I think that I look. I think that Trump. There's not been a a president in my lifetime or ever who has faced uh, that what he has faced um, from the You're fact right. that he he went there facing two opposition parties. Uh, that wanted to stop him because the Republican establishment didn't want him there. He was an outsider. He didn't have a machine to go in with him. So he was forced to deal with the swamp that he wanted to drain. But he made some mistakes along the way, and we're human. And one of the things that I said when he was elected, and he was my guy day one, I said, look, we need to be realistic about expectations. We need to understand that he's not going to get everything uh, accomplished and it's just impossible because of the situation he's in. So I'm a supporter of Trump. I have been from the beginning, but I also think it's important to understand mistakes that you've made. Every person makes mistakes and you've got to understand what they were so so that you don't repeat them. And Trump did make some serious mistakes and it would just go a long way for him to bring back people that have left if he could acknowledge those mistakes. And I know that he's somebody that likes to claim success, and I get it. He, you know, I used to, when I was in corporate sales, I kept what we called an at a girl file, and I kept a file of all my accomplishments. Um, but you also have to balance that with saying to yourself, okay, here's what I do well, here's my areas of opportunity. And if he won't admit mistakes, then he's not going to be able to accomplish much more in office again so uh, that's where yes, i'm coming uh, from uh, i'll continue this discussion with you another day there's a couple more, more points but yeah absolutely good right. call back and anytime I, hank I call back anytime and we'll be back tomorrow at 6 p.m pacific time see y'all then Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.